Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply what happens in the woods is a true crime podcast we discuss events that are often violent in nature. Listeners' discretion is advised. Welcome to WTF Wednesday. Half an hour of true crime stories. It's the finest in fuckery. Now here is your host, Jess, with true crime stories that'll make you say, What the fuck? Happy Wednesday. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Here we are again. Uh, yes. So much fuckery. Mm-hmm. From the second you turn on this <laughs> podcast now. <laughs> Welcome to What the Fuck Wednesdays here at What, what Happens in the, the World. Fuck. Literally, I'm talking. Oh, yeah. You said the word. <laughs> I swear to God. All right, guys. We're here for another What the Fuck Wednesday. Are you ready for this? I am ready. Do tell me your fuckery. I can't. This is what happens when Bryce has too much time on his hands and an account on Fiverr. A good standing account. (laughs) Yes. All right, so this week is a little more lighthearted than last week. Okay. Uh, there's still some shit, you know. It is it is what the fuck, but it's not as bad. So we're going to start things off with a story out of Montana. And I feel like that's a state you don't really hear crime stories from. No. I don't know. They, it just seems like you only hear about ranches and Rocky Mountains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so on July 8th of 2013, Cody Johnson, age 25, was reported missing by loved ones after he failed to show up at work. It was very out of the ordinary for him. So they start asking his wife, Jordan, she's 22, Mm -hmm. where's your man? And she says he left the day before. She has no idea where he went. She's not upset in the least. And in fact, she gets downright bitchy because people keep asking her where he is. Yeah. At one point, according to information I read, she, quote, took off her wedding ring and flung it across the room because people were being nosy. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they're just concerned. Hella sketch. Whatever. 
Uh, when authorities uh, take a statement from her, Jordan at first claims that Cody texted her that he had, quote, gone on a drive with a friend. Just gone on a drive. Where? Well, that's not necessary <laughs> information. Just, you just don't a, need to know. Just driving. Yeah. And then she provides later on an email from some guy that she says is Cody's friends by the name of uh, Tony S. Mm-hmm. She then claims that uh, in this email, Tony S says that Cody fell off a cliff at Glacier National Park and he's dead. So everybody can just stop worrying about it. You know, he that's where he is and call off search. So specific. Right. So, you know, Tony S, mm-hmm. he's the man he knows. Yeah. So the police can just stop looking. Yeah. Because, you know, hey, my man, Tony S. Tony S said so. Said so. Oh, we got this tip. Who's that from? Oh, Tony. Tony S. Oh, good. Good information. We're good. We don't need anything else. We're fine. What if it's Tony Soprano? (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) So because the police, you know, obviously are not going to accept the word of Tony S. They follow up on the info. Uh, It's really their only lead. Yeah. But they don't, you know, they just don't have much to go on. So July 11th, investigators are out searching at Glacier National Park for Cody when Jordan announces that God is giving her Cody's location. He's mm. guiding her to where Cody is. Okay. So she hops in the car with some friends and Cody's 16 year old brother. They drive to the national park. I'm assuming they live close by. They are just going to make it, you know, a day trip out of it. Yeah. Essentially. And she's acting strange the entire drive. She cranks up the music. She's laughing. They're singing. They're chit-chatting. You know, it's great time to be on a drive to find your dead husband. Yeah. Because God's giving you the God's location. God's guiding me. Right. So Jordan finds him, of course, because God has told her. She drives right to a place in the park called The Loop. And according to an article on Medium.com, Jordan brings the group right to a, quote, ravine with a 200-foot fall Look down at Cody's lifeless body and uh, lifeless and bo- battered body lying face down in the water and calmly said, oh, my gosh, it's him. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. So you can imagine the group is not feeling so into this road trip at this point. Uh, it is reported that his brother, who, like I said, 16 years old. Yeah. He could barely make it back to the car. He's so upset. Yeah. You know, so. She's saying, well, now we found his body. We can, the police can just leave us alone. We can have a funeral and, you know, case closed, right? There's a body. That's all you need. That is not what happens. (laughs) That is not how that works. So Jordan is questioned again on July 16th. They want to know how she knew where the body was. Of course, she tries to play it off. Like it was just a hunch from, you know, G.O.D. Yeah. God told her. That's it. Right. Well, it turns out they have security footage of her and Cody entering the national park in Cody's car the day, you know, a couple of days before his disappearance. Mm-hmm. That's not God. Damn cameras. Right. They also get some info from his friends that confirms there was trouble in paradise for the couple and that they had been fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, some text messaging. Uh oh. The email from our friend Tony S. That was sent from an IP address from her parents' home. Oh. Right. The coroner confirms that Cody's injuries don't match up with the accidental fall from the ravine. It's definitely a a very uh, 
intentional fall or push. Mm -hmm. And probably the most damning evidence from the scene was that there was a scrap of material found by near Cody's head that the investigators believe was a blindfold. So he was blindfolded while he was pushed off this ravine. Oh. What the most unbelievable part of all this is, is the couple had only been married for eight days when she killed wow. him. Yeah. After about a year of dating, Cody was so in love with Jordan and it was, it was not reciprocated. Um, no. He proposed. Oh. What I don't really understand is she tells people around her that she's not happy to marry him. She didn't really seem to be into him. But she went ahead and married him. And then she just, for some reason, and I did read an account, I don't know how credible it is, that she was just so terrified at the thought of consummating the marriage that she decided killing him was the way to go. Okay. Right. That's the next logical step. Exactly. Not, you know, annul the marriage. If you haven't consummated it, you can annul it. And just go about your business. Nobody's got to go to jail over this. So she's arrested. She's charged with first degree murder and one account of making a false statement to authorities. Oh, she pled not guilty. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course, because that, that wasn't <laughs> false information. That was God. Well, and her friend, Tony S. That's right. Tony Soprano. <laughs> so she pleads not guilty, but they make it all the way to the closing statements and she changes her mind and she pleads guilty. So you couldn't do that. I apparently during closing arguments, she changes her mind and she pleads guilty and the charges were lowered to second degree murder. Okay. I guess maybe in Montana you can, I guess I thought once you entered a plea, you couldn't change it. I, no, you, I've, I mean, I, I don't know. It's happened. Okay. Maybe, maybe it can't happen at a certain point. Maybe she had caught it before that point was. So she currently is sitting in prison for a 30-year sentence. She's not eligible for parole. That started in 2014. 30 years, though, for intentionally pushing this guy off a cliff. Maybe she didn't push him. If he had a blindfold, maybe she was like, honey, come to this romantic spot. And it was, you know, 10 steps ahead, but it's only five steps to the cliff. Maybe. She didn't push him. She says that they got out there and they were arguing and that he grabbed at her and she just didn't, she wasn't like aware of where they were and she just pushed him to get him off of her. (laughs) Right. That was her, the, you know, that was her version of the story. Authorities think more likely what happened is that she lured him out there, blindfolded him, said she had a surprise. Yeah. And the surprise was that he was going over that ravine. Yeah. And that was that. See? <laughs> sure. It's just, it. I don't understand. Get in a fucking annulment. Yes. Why, why are you going to kill somebody? So this next one, I was very amused with. Okay. Because this guy's trying to get away with shit, but he, he don't want to hurt anybody. No. No. <laughs> so in March of last year in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Mm-hmm. A man showed up at a convenience store, told the employee that was on duty he was there to relieve her, and she could go home. So he's dressed in, like, the appropriate uniform, down to the t-shirt with the company's logo. Yeah. And she does then what most people would do in that situation. She's like, peace out, bitches. I'm going home. (laughs) Yeah. And she's, like, even though she's never seen this guy, Mm -hmm. I don't know how long she'd worked there. She she doesn't know who this guy is. Yeah. He totally has her convinced that he is there so she he could finish her shift. So she goes. 
what this guy is really doing is he's trying to empty the store like of people Mm -hmm. so he can close it up and rob it. Of course. Right. And he, I, he must have been an employee in a similar store or similar like situation or maybe a previous employee of this place Cause he actually finished like ringing up customers on the cash register to do this. Okay. Like got behind the, behind the counter, took charge, was helping people. It, he knew what the fuck he was doing hmm. and he got everybody out of the store. He locks up and he proceeds to take all the cash, yeah. all the lottery tickets, of course, of course. And the cigars. Cause when you hit it big with the lotto, that's right. You need all the cigars. You're going to fucking smoke. That's right. <laughs> so, what cracks me up is they have very good, clear footage, surveillance footage Jeez, of this damn, guy. Damn cameras again. Can't fucking find him. What? Yeah. He drove off in a blue Chevy Suburban. They have witnesses that had seen him drive off. They can't find this guy. As of, as of today, there are no updates that I could find. <laughs> okay. Right. So maybe, I mean, and I looked, I've been looking for actually like the last month to see if I could find any updates. Yeah. I couldn't find any. Just uh, look for the next day that the employee that called out of work for like a a week straight. I mean, I guess. That's that's your man. Yeah. I solved it. (laughs) Yeah. Mm Where did he call out from though? Denny's. Denny's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Why Denny's? I don't I, understand. I, I just think he's a cook at Denny's. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm getting those vibes. All right. Bryce is a psychic now. We can solve your crimes. Call in. Yes. We'll, we'll set up a hotline. Yeah. We're going to have a hotline for for There's everybody to call them. There's a phone number to call in. It's oh, on the God. website. There is. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> we just don't ad- advertise it. I don't know why we have it, to be honest. Who's going to call us? You never know. We're not the fucking Ghostbusters. We could be. We're more <laughs> like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Scooby-Doo detective agency. Uh, don't, don't shit on my dreams. Okay. All right. So I came across another story about a stolen dog in California. I mentioned the one in our first, what the fuck with the girls that you didn't record with us. Yeah. Um, about a dog who was taken from his owner in Southern California. Well, this one was out of San Francisco. Okay. Okay. So January 7th of this year, uh, Sarah Vorhaus was out with her French bulldogs, mm-hmm. little bougie dogs. Um, they're super cute, but I just would never spend that much money on a dog. No. But I don't get me wrong. If I had one, I'd love it. Yeah. So she's out for a dog walk in the Russian Hill neighborhood. Uh-huh. Yeah. She says, and there is footage of this, like somebody's security footage of their house. Uh, Three men rushed her at gunpoint and said, give me your dog. Like came up behind her. Yeah. Told her to give give them her dog. (laughs) She turns around. uh, One guy sucker punches her two times. Yeah. Fucks up her face pretty good. And then grabs one of the puppies. And. How many were there? Two. She was out with two. Um, so the one that they took was named Chloe, mm-hmm. little five month old French bulldog. They run off to the getaway car that's waiting nearby and they, they leave. So 
if you care to know, which not everybody cares, Frenchies are like extremely expensive. Oh yeah. And sometimes they're, you know, upwards of three, four thousand dollars. I've seen that. more yeah. than that sometimes, depending upon lineage and yeah. yeah. So it's suspected, of course, that she was watched while she would take the dogs on a, a walk yeah. um, for a few days and then targeted to get the puppy so that they could resell it and make a profit, of oh, course. Yeah. So police have video of the getaway car. Originally, they had not released it. They had blurred out the car. They had blurred out some other things of it. I don't understand what the point of releasing it is. They know that if you release the video... And you're saying this woman was attacked for her dog. Yeah. They know who they are. What is the point of, were they trying to like, I don't know. the only thing I can think of is maybe they were trying to trace the car and they thought they were going to get a jump on him. Mm -hmm. But if you release the video in any way and you say that you have video of the car, yeah, they already know. Yeah. So it, it just, it makes no sense. Either d release the video or don't release the video is what I say, but I, what do I know? I'm not a police officer. So they have since released the footage unblurred because nothing was happening. Yeah. They had no other leads. They, nothing was working. So in early February, the dog still has not been found. It's now March. There's still no updates. They released that unedited footage. I will give you two guesses what the getaway car was. And one doesn't count. A Prius. A Prius. A pre, pre pre. As of this recording, like I said, she's healed. Her injuries are healed. Her her face was pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It was, they, I mean, he clocked her good. There's still no leads. The dog still isn't home. And she's offering an $8,000 reward for the return of her dog. Hmm. It's yeah. probably already sold. Uh, that's what's sad is it, they probably took it over, you know, to the valley to another area probably took it to the valley yeah it's i mean i hate to say that because i can't imagine how distressing that would be it's far enough it's far away enough from san francisco that nobody will recognize it no and people are perfectly fine buying a dog off of craigslist for <laughs> a few thousand dollars if oh, they yeah. think they're getting a, a french bulldog no papers no papers yeah so our last fuckery is from the state of texas also mm -hmm. from January of this year, when the Department of Public Safety was testing its Amber Alert system, uh -huh. everyone in the U.S. knows, I or should know, I would hope, that, you know, what the Amber Alert system is. For those who don't, because we do have people that listen in other countries, Amber Alert is for missing or abducted children that law enforcement agencies, like, put out an alert to the local communities where the crimes are taking place. Sometimes they go nationwide if they think there's a flight risk, but for the most part, it stays contained within a few counties, more than likely the state at, at large. So just anybody who doesn't know that, I would hope anybody in the United States fucking knows that. Yeah. Now they come up on your phone. You don't even have a choice. Nope. They just start buzzing your phone wherever and it could be on silent you could be in the middle of a meeting and that thing will blare <laughs> it has happened and it has happened yeah i've yeah. been talking to people at my work and all of a sudden my phone from the drawer <laughs> starts well yeah because like, i'll be in a business meeting and then my my business phone will go off and then my personal phone will go off and right. it's happened <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it because yeah. everyone in the room has it, it all the phones yeah, are silent and then yeah you know you're on a 
a conference call and it just goes off. It's so awesome. I mean, it is, but they, they, I, they got to get it out. I, yeah. you know, so what was supposed to happen was just, you know, a regular test of the system. What, what they did was they sent out a, an alert that actually did go out for horror movie characters, Chucky and his son, Glenn Ray. Yeah. From the child play, child's play uh, movie franchise. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't even aware that Chucky had a son. I'm, I, I am actually proud yeah. that I know that because I don't watch those movies. I've never even seen child's play. Yeah. To the first, the original one I, I hadn't watched. It's just fucking weird to me. Yeah. Well, I watched the second one and I was like, yeah, I'm done with that. Well, and there was like the bride of Chucky. I I know, There's I know that there are them. multiple movies. Yeah. How does Chucky the doll have a son? I don't know. How do you have a bride? Well, they made the bride. Okay, they made the son. She like she like <laughs> reincarnated herself into the doll or know. something. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's just fucking weird. How so, do they have nine Fast and Furious? What the hell, man? Because people like fast cars. What, sure, what do you mean, whatever. what the hell? Whatever. If it was about motorcycles, you'd watch. No, I wouldn't. Oh, shut up. I wouldn't. Okay. Okay. If it was done tastefully, you no, might watch a couple. Now, if you would have said Marvel movie, I would have been like, yeah. Okay, but they already have 50 million Marvel And they are movies. awesome. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying they're not. Okay. Side, side, you, you went off topic. What? the fuck back on track i just can't with you <laughs> so of course amber alerts in nature are serious so when the alerts went out describing chucky wearing a quote blue denim overall with a multicolored <laughs> striped long sleeve shirt and quote wielding a huge kitchen knife uh-huh. people lost their shit yeah and started calling the number uh-oh this was not even supposed to be a real test, and the number was supposed to be wrong. Mm-hmm. But they were calling. Oh. <laughs> right. So a Department of Public Safety spokesman apologized for the error and you know everybody's inconvenience at, at what happened and uh, confirmed that these were just part of a test that shouldn't have made it out to the general public. Yeah. But it did, and like I said, people were calling in. And I can imagine the field day Everybody wants to fuck with authorities. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure that people took this and ran with it. And I can, I I would love to listen to those calls. Oh, I would too. Yeah, I think that would be hilarious. So I'm, I want to say I'm sure that somebody lost their job over I'm this. I'm sure. Or they got disciplined they really got bad. They got disciplined pretty seriously. Yeah. Because I can't imagine that that is just going to, people might laugh and might, not be so upset, but I'm sure there were quite a few people who were very upset. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, Johnson. Uh, you're yeah. fired. Right. Yeah. That I, I would like, I really want those phone calls though. If anybody knows, if anybody can make it happen, I want to listen to the phone calls of people calling in and asking where Chucky might be. People want to know. People No. All right, guys, that's all we have for this week. Thank you again for listening in. We hope we didn't annoy you with the what the fucks. And join us next time for more cases. Until then, we'll see you later. Bye.